Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast, and this is my interview with writer and director Tom Gormican and writer Kevin Etten for the new film, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. What's the worry here, Nick? You've lost some of your talent as an actor? No. <laughs> what did he say? He says he loves you, but he went in a different direction. I'm done. I'm quitting acting. Tell the trades it was a tremendous honor to be a part of storytelling and myth-making. Ah, fuck, man. I'm driving through the hills. I'm sorry. One more time. We got another offer. It's a million bucks. It's to attend a wealthy gentleman's birthday party. I would never do that. It's the easiest gig ever. You play yourself. What do we know about this guy anyway? Is he into something strange? It's not like he's gonna want you to suck his dick or fuck his wife or watch you watch him fuck his wife. I wouldn't think so. Welcome to Mallorca, Mr. Cage. The guy that owns this house, what's his name? Javi. Is Javi gonna want me to, uh... I am Javi. Nick Cage. God, this place is stunning. What is your favorite movie? That's one of those questions that's impossible to answer. You can't just limit it to one. Imagine me and you, I do. Is it too much? Is this supposed to be me? It's grotesque. I'll give you 20,000 for it. I think that's the actor, Nick Cage. Nick Cage? I love you. Have you seen Croods 2? I'm 44 years old. Why the fuck would I see Croods 2? I've seen Face Off and Con Air. What do you guys want? We're with Central Intelligence. Do you know who you're spending time with? One of the most ruthless men on the face of this planet. I need you to help the U.S. government. Let's kill this Find a way into that room, Nick. I see myself doing more of this stuff. I think I might have a real gift for it. Good, because we got another mission for you. No, 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 no. Your friend is working for the U.S. government. Don't lie to me. Are those my golden guns? They're my golden guns. I don't want to kill you. You're the last person I want to kill. I love you. I love you. I'm Nick fucking... Tom and Kevin, how are you both doing today? Excellent, thank you. How are you? How are you doing? Doing really well. Your film was a riot, let me tell you. Oh my gosh, what a blast that was to watch with a crowd. So much fun, so much fun. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Where did you see it? Um, I saw it in Manhattan 
okay. at a screening that had a couple of critics sprinkled in with uh, some fans that were getting to see it a little early. It was it was right. a, it was a blast. I, I cannot right. emphasize that enough. Oh, um, I want to first start off by asking. I understand it was a little tricky trying to get Nicolas Cage on board to uh, do this project. So what was the initial hesitation? And then what was the ultimate spark, if you will, that was able to get him to come on board and say yes? Because if he didn't say yes, there'd be no movie. <laughs> there would be, Yeah, that would have been a disaster <laughs> for, for us in a colossal waste of time. But I think the initial hesitancy was just like... I think Nick had to fully understand what our intentions were, which was to make this like a celebration of his body of work, not something that made fun of him or made fun of some of the work he was doing. Like it had to be sort of reverential in a way. And, you know, we we really wanted to to make that clear. So, you know, I, and then it's like, do I want to do a project about myself? That seems terrifying, playing a not real version of oneself and creating it and crafting it. It's like, you know, it's kind of a brave thing to do as an actor to put yourself out there or have some perspective on who you are and where you are. And so, you know, but we wrote him a letter. And I think that was the turning point uh, where Kevin and I had said to him, You've done such a like a wide variety of genre, almost every genre equally well. Mm -hmm. And this project, if we do it correctly, is kind of an opportunity to do all of those genres in one film. Right. And like and, you know, I said, if we can pull it off. And I think saying to Nick, if you can pull something off, feels like exactly the type of thing that gets him going. Right. Mm -hmm. And gets him excited to try to, you know, rise to the challenge. I mean, it was also, yeah, I think the other thing we had kind of put in that letter was, you know, with the idea that this was a, an opportunity for him to really, on the largest scale possible, you know, play around with people's perceptions of who they think he is and who he really is and who he wants to put out there to the world. And so it became this, like, you know, I think we phrase it as like a big kind of performance art piece that you could you could think of it that way. And and, you know, if you if you think of an artist who would be willing and wanting to take on that kind of, you know, um, challenge, like Nick certainly feels like the guy, which thankfully, yes, he was. So. Step into the world of power, loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything. Now you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChapaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, this is Gary Chahot welcoming you to check out the French History Podcast. Our main show covers the history of France from the first humans until present, if you liked Mike Duncan's The History of Rome and wanted a similar program covering the land of beauty, culture, and love, we are exactly that. We also host world-renowned scholars who have delivered guest episodes on their specialties, including 18th century pirates, revolutionary booksellers in 20th century Paris, the special friendship between the Marquis de Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson, and numerous others. Learn what you love and listen to the French History Podcast today. Yeah, and that was the thing I was like wondering too, was I'm sure there are other people out there that are sometimes writing scripts uh, with 
certain actors in mind, but to have them play themselves is such a unique challenge, like you said, that I was wondering if this was always the case. Was it always Nicolas Cage, or was there any other actors that you toyed around with this idea with that you also had the same reverence for? Uh, no, it was always Nicolas Cage. It just <laughs> felt like exactly the right person. I mean, we had we had we had toyed with when you know as a roller coaster. Is there anyone else that could do this? Is there mm-hmm. any other actor we could slot into the Nicolas Cage role? Um, and and there really we didn't land on anybody that had the same sort of set of criteria we were looking for. I think we were like at one point. Do you think Christian Bale would put Nick Cage prosthetics on and play, <laughs> play Nicholas Cage? That was like the yeah. closest we got, but it was like another level of strange meta-ness. And like that would have made us very happy. But oh, you know, getting I think the real Nick was the best version. I think so too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The way we, you know, approached it in terms of figuring out who this guy was, I think the one thing that helped was in addition to looking at all his, as many of his films as we could or the ones we hadn't seen, going back and watching um, old interviews of him on you know, Letterman and Wogan and reading interviews. And so then trying to sprinkle in um, some of the you know things we found out about him through the script, the fact that he loved German expressionism, which becomes a, an element of our thing. And I think, I think that also helped him feel like, okay, these guys did a little bit of their homework. They, they have a sense uh, on a deeper level of who I am and what I'm into and what I'm trying to do with my career. Now, what I wasn't expecting heading into this movie was I was not expecting it to also be this lovable bromance of a film between Nicolas Cage and Pedro Pascal, who I think it's after watching this movie, I'm all aboard the Pedro Pascal <laughs> tribute film to him as an actor, because <laughs> man, it, it, what can that guy not do? Seriously. Um, and I want to know, uh, you know, because there are a multitude of different actors that could have slid into that particular role to play off of Nicolas Cage. So I assume that you had to have maybe some sort of a screen test or just have somebody meet, obviously, with Nick Cage to see if they had that chemistry. Can you just talk about the casting process of bringing on Pedro? Because he is wonderful in this. He, he's great. I mean, we and we wanted to, you know, we went to meet with Pedro, I guess, was the first thing. Yeah. And, and, mm-hmm. and this was right before the pandemic. And he, he showed up and he just said, look, I don't care if you put me in this movie. I mean, I do because I want to do it, but I don't care. I just want to talk to you about the script. And he, he was this massive Nicolas Cage fan. And we felt like we were talking to a third writing partner at this point mm-hmm. where, you know, he had the same sort of love for, for, for Nick that we did. And he said the influences in acting. And we thought that was like, you know, there started to, to be so much of Javi and, uh, you know, or, or so much of Pedro in Javi that we were like, okay, this guy has to play. Yeah. He has to play this role. But then the pandemic hit, we shut down. And by the time we boot up again, we can't actually get the actors together before we're on, on set. And Pedro came, uh, and, and I, I think he would, he says this as well. He came with the intention of playing like a more of like a hard ass, like kind of stoic character that we've seen him play before, the kind of macho guy. And, but Pedro, the person is more like the Javi character. He's like, a, there's like an inherent sweetness and softness to him that like we ended up channeling into this character, played against sort of Nick's gruff exterior, became this kind of cool alchemy and the, the, the bromance, as you say. My wife is a giant Pedro Pascal fan. So while we were <laughs> discussing, you know, 
what that who that should be when his name came up she was just like guys there's not even a question here like what are we what are we doing this is <laughs> she was a true believer i think from probably game of thrones that was that was her you got to cast a viper in your movie you just got to do yeah. it right? <laughs> so my final question here is you said before that you went through pretty much all of nicholas cage's filmography if you were programming a uh, film festival of the three quintessential Nicolas Cage uh, movies to show an audience who was not familiar with Nicolas Cage's work, what would you program for them to see? God, okay. Okay, I'd want to do a comedy, and for me, that would be um, um, Moonstruck. I would want to do an action, big action movie. I think mine would be The Rock. That's my favorite of his. Then I would want to do something charactery and weird, and I'd go, I'd go pig, I think. Ah, okay. I'm going raising Arizona face off in adaptation. I'm assuming we can't include our movie in this program. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, maybe we'd put that in. I'm not sure. It's the special screening. It's 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 the secret screening after those three have finished. (laughs) After those three. If anyone's left who still wants to see this. No, I think that it's funny because you go back in and you start to. I, thinking about how to answer questions like that and new movies keep coming up. You're like, oh, well, we can't leave out, you know, mm-hmm. XYZ Mandy. Well, you can't leave out Mandy. You know, oh, like, man, you know, right. Things just keep coming up. But. Well, the man is ever evolving and he's growing in this business and uh, credit to both of you as well, because I think this movie is also going to bring both of you further opportunities as well that I'm very excited to see. So as I mentioned before, big fan, had a great time. I'm sure audiences and not even just Nicolas Cage fans, but non-Nicolas Cage fans will also have a great time, I think, with this and maybe look at him in a new light after this as well. So thank you both very, very much. And one last thing, I too love Paddington too. So thank you very much for that. (laughs) How can you not? Perfect movie. Absolutely. Take care. Thanks very much. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to my interview with the writer and director and co-writer for The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, Tom Gormican and Kevin Etten here on the Next Best Picture podcast. The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent is now currently playing in theaters from Lionsgate. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support, which you can also lend on over at Patreon. For $1 minimum a month, you will get some exclusive podcast content from us. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and we shall see you all next time. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
in that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.